right, my talkers, let's get ready for Lori and Julia. We've been doing a lot of Britney Spears. We've been doing a lot of Real Housewives. We've been doing a lot of different things. We shall see what's next. We've got a dirt alert, and we might have a new relationship we want to talk about. Right, guys? Oh, we, 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 I would like to have a... A prayer circle of some sort. Oh, gosh. Um, <laughs> and I would like to get the gossip genie and make some magic happen now that we've had this big People magazine interview with Jennifer Aniston, and she's in a happy place, and friends with Brad, and that's so far over with them, and she's, you know, this and that, and she's in a happy place. Right. What would be wrong with a little Jen Aniston and some Chanum? Ooh. I like that one. Thank that would you. Be a little bit of a, just a little channel like that, that just one. Uh, could oh. be totally fun. A little hot in here after you yeah, said that. Yeah, I know it. Uh, like it. She does want to date. Uh, it doesn't sound like she wants to get married again. No. And uh, she had to go to therapy to deal with all the uh, pressure and all the tabloid uh, stuff and me, even all the media stuff that she would be point blank asked about and she'd have to. Addressed in interviews about having babies. Oh, my having kids. When are you going to get pregnant? When are you going to get pregnant? When are you going to get pregnant? Six months after Brad Pitt, of course I'm going to have babies. Like she felt pressured into saying, you know? And yeah. uh, I always felt like she and Brad broke up because she wasn't ready mm-hmm. to, I think so, to too. have kids at that time. Mm-hmm. And maybe he was worried she never was. I think that's what and happened, he, too. Yeah. That'd be a fun reunion, too. What? Brad. No, no, you don't like it. No, you know what? They're they're friends. They they're are friends? friends. I know they're friends. We saw them. Um. Oh gosh, at the Sag Awards. Yeah, two years ago. No, mm-hmm. I think that like he like that. So sometimes you can really lose your boner for someone forever. I got you. You can lose I it forever. You. Yes, and you I just I, can't I, yep. get the tingles back. Yeah, I somebody. know what you're talking about. Yes. And yeah. so he he broke her lady boner for him <laughs> forever. <laughs> I love your terminology, Lori. It just makes my day. (laughs) So anyway, but I just thought, and then Renee Zellweger, yeah, she was dating. She was dating a guy from. His name. He was a musician. Yeah. Darren Grumhall or is an odd name, but he he was married for for 20 some years to um, Melvoin. No, 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 no. Wasn't Susan or, Tesci or something? Or wasn't she a singer? Prince. Somebody with Prince. Prince. Doran Glam Graham Hall was his name, I think. God, why can't I that I guy? He was a musician and his wife was somehow in she, Prince's band. Susanna Melvoin. I, maybe that's it. That's who Doran Grand anyway, he was from Texas yes. and they dated for like I don't know how long, but she just is, yeah, Doyle Bram Hall, the second. There you go. That's, I finally, he's a oh, singer and God a songwriter. Sakes. All right, oh, so you have it right in front of you, you just didn't read the story? Well, I, I'm trying to spell Dornham Graham. Yeah, Doyle Bram Hall. And I put Reese Witherspoon instead of Renee Zellweger, so I'm getting right. nothing. She I'm dated looking- him in 2012, and now she's dating, it's just a random couple, Aunt Anstead, who she met when she was on Celebrity IOU Joyride on Discovery Plus. Yep. And I'm surprised she was on the show, but it's a Property Brothers spinoff. And maybe she's like a Property Brother fan. Yes. I'm just trying to think why Oscar winner Renee Zellweger is going on Celebrity IOU Joyride. <laughs> well, because they asked her to go on it. I guess romantic. Yeah, but that doesn't mean 
you go on it just because you get asked. I mean, they might have asked her to go on the celebrity dating game. But what is Celebrity Joyride? Celebrity IOU Joyride is a new show. Okay. That's on Discovery Plus. That's a spinoff of the Property Brothers. I o joy their Joyride show. No, they don't, Lori. <laughs> No, they right. have. They don't have a show called Jewelry. The Property Brothers. What they did is they did celebrity things where, like, um, they so this is celebrity a chooses a friend, like the friend in Minneapolis. So it's that, a spinoff show of that. That, but he that's has. house remodeling. His is about cars. He's, so what? Tomato, tomato. You know, it's all getting rehabbed, and they're getting people to go on it. I mean, that it is a. Those guys produced it's about it. Cars versus <laughs> who cares? Tomato, tomato, cars. But they're producers, and the Scott yeah. brothers. It is considered their show. So I'm just don't you know? Don't ask me all these uh, detailed questions yeah, about a show questions. we haven't even seen yet. Let me get to the details of when sparks begin to fly. Renee returned to the set after she filmed her episode. To drop off some work boots for Aunt. Mm-hmm. Were they special work boots that she had made, resold? Darling, I know a really good, you know, cobbler. Let me resole those boots for you. I mean, how did the, the house <laughs> that she's dropping off boots for Aunt? And why is he named Aunt? Okay, so they're going to roll up their sleeves to create automotive masterpieces for someone special in their lives. Yeah, so she's making something. A custom car of their dreams. Yeah, okay. So she must have somebody who loves a car. That's the only reason why she would do this show. Right. You know, she's an Oscar winner. She doesn't need to go on a HGTV type of show. Okay, it is so wild. Yeah. Maybe she's been locked up for a year and wants to get out and do something. Or maybe I her dad hot. is like, maybe she's redoing a, a car for a sentimental reason. There you go. You know, something like they, that. Yeah. But the the strange thing that she was dropping off work boots. So I feel like Renee volunteered her cobbler <laughs> to Aunt, who wanted to keep these shoes so bad, these boots. Maybe you know? she spilled something on his work boots. And she yeah. took them. She goes, let me fix those. I've let got me a great cobbler up right. in the Hollywood Hills. Right. <laughs> I was so mad right. when my cobbler left oh. Grand, Grand my Avenue. little corner. Yeah, yeah, and now, yeah. and now I go down to Georgia's. Yeah, Georgia's is great. You know, yeah. which is great. But, I mean, you don't, like, when you find a good person who knows how to, like, fix your shoes, fix your shoes give you new soles, give you a new belt buckle hole for free if you need it, or for me, with my ever-expanding feet, Sometimes I have to go in and get a little push on my, you know, get a little another extra hole on my strap. Some of my shoes, they're barely hanging on. It's so big and I kinda, wide. I kind of just love, Lori, the idea that she went and returned a pair of boots. Yes, this is the detail of the story <laughs> that I know is his, true. He was married to Flipper Flap co-host. Yes. Uh, um, Christina L. Whatever. Christina Hack. Yes. Christina Hack. But she was married to Tarek from um, before that. And their their marriage, Aunt's marriage to Christina was less, less than, than a two second. years. Yeah. yeah. It was less than a second. It's like one of mine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Did yours even make a year? That second one? No. Well, from beginning to end, what was it? We lived one year apart while he lived in Duluth That's and I right. lived down here. That's right. Which was really a blessing, now that I think about it. <laughs> oh, yes, it was. Oh, yes, it but was. But anyway, they're, they're, that couple is just kind of in, intriguing me, and I, 
It was the the dropping off the work boots that just caught my eye. I kind of just love that little detail. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Jamie Lee Curtis is uh, doing all, she's doing an interview and, uh, you know, it's, sometimes we forget that she is, Tony old, Curtis says old, old, old Hollywood royalty. Her old. mom and dad, you know, Janet Lee is her mom. Tony Curtis is her yes. dad. And, you know, she's in this interview. She said, I'm the child of movie stars. I watch my parents get facelifts and neck lifts. And um, so she's talking about why she has been hesitant. Like, she doesn't do stuff to her face. Right. She hasn't had plastic she surgery. She watched it all happen. She watched it all happen, and she watched her parents get early day surgery. Yeah. You know? Yep. She said, um, I watched their work, because they were, you know, they were married from 51 to 62, and she said, I watched their work diminish. I watched their fame not diminish, and the contradiction of a lot of fame, but not a lot of work is really hard to navigate. It's very hard to be famous, but not being doing the thing that made you famous for. And then for the rest of your life, you're famous for something you did a long time ago and you chased that attention. And it was kind of a teaching moment. She said, I wanted to be mindful about that. And so I didn't want to be pining away for different jobs. So sometimes I would step away from work. Right. And, uh, you know, I had my kids and I just didn't want it to be all about what I looked like. Because the pressure. Because think of those two. Tony Curtis had a horrific facelift. You oh, know? and Janet he wrecked Lee, his face. Yeah, he did. Most men do. Yeah, men can get eyelid surgery. That's about it. They can get the bags under their eyes removed, and then the eyelids. They can get their neck lift because Michael they, Douglas got a neck lift. Okay, Crow's feet. Is that a, is that one? Yeah, you do they too? can get their eyes. But the, if you get the a lids, brow lift, the brow it doesn't work, or a facelift feminizes a man's face. It gets rid of your brow bone, and so like famous people who feminize their faces. Kenny Rogers. Yeah. Um, Wayne. Wayne Newton. Tony Curtis. Tony Curtis. Wow. Um, Anybody, any man that gets a brow lift. It's I remember wrong. Dr. Crutchfield said, if a doctor, if a plastic surgeon says to a man, I can do a brow lift on you, you're going to end up having a feminine look to your face because you're getting rid of your manly ridge. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Barry Manilow did this. Yes. Is he the one that looks like... Uh, Mickey Rourke. But Mickey, Mickey Rourke, Rourke got a brow lift. Um, There's been a lot of them. But any man that just sort of has this feminine look to their face, yep. it's because then you've, you've lifted up this and you've stretched away your kind of your brow. Like, you it's know, that brow above the eyes that yes, sticks out a little bit. Yeah. Jenner did look, one. Yeah. yeah. I got one. Yeah. yeah. I and, and Bruce Jenner did his brow lift when he was still Bruce, Bruce Jenner. Jenner. That's why I said and Bruce Jenner. And it did feminize. Yeah. Yeah, his face. So, yeah, there you go. So, so All right there. Love you, Jamie. Jamie Lee Curtis. I, I love that, talking about yeah. that. All right, we got to go. It's time for the Dirt Alert. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Good afternoon. Hello. It is Thursday. We've got a dirt alert now. Not a lot of updates concerning the Britney Spears no. testimony. Now, thanks I don't... for posting that. By the way, yeah. oh, we listened to. The... I made Julia listen to the whole thing with me again today. It's really powerful. Very yeah, harrowing. And the audio was leaked. I don't know who leaked it, but yeah, we did post the YouTube link. Uh, it is up there for now on the Lori and Julia show links page. So you can hear Britney Spears. And one of the things listening to her give that statement in court yesterday, 
and comparing it to the way that she's been presenting herself in public on Instagram. They speed up her voice when they mm-hmm. she does those videos. They speed it up to make her sound younger and higher and kind of manic or a little bit, you know what I mean? Yes. It's... Yeah, it's that was shocking. Uh huh. It's really shocking. You know, the the tenor of her voice is lower. It's kind of akin to Paris Hilton talking. She can do it up here. Yeah, but, she can. Right. But, but her probably normal resting voice when you're talking mm-hmm. to her on a daily basis is actually pretty low. Yeah. So fascinating to hear the differences. Definitely worthwhile to read the whole testimony. Now, when does the judge make the ruling? Do you know, or what the the next court date is? I guess. The next court date, I believe, is July 14th. Okay. So I don't know if there's going to be a ruling. We probably won't hear anything till then. We, yeah, we probably won't hear anything till then. And I don't know if there's going to be any kind of ruling or judgment made on that. It's just that's when the next court date is going to be regarding this. But uh, Wendy Williams, man, she did not mince words about her opinions on Britney Spears' testimony, okay. saying, death to Jamie and Lynn Spears. Wow. Yeah, she said... Death to them all, so says Wendy Williams. So she has strong opinions that she is sharing. Well, Brittany herself said that her parent, that her family should be in jail and yeah. she wished she could sue them. Yeah, yeah, she sure did. Yeah, she sure did. So lots of opinions going on there. So we'll move on. Uh, let's move to the Governor's Awards over at the Oscars. Four people announced today to receive honorary Oscars in the upcoming awards season. Samuel Jackson, Elaine May, and Liv Ullman are all going to be receiving honorary Oscars. And Danny Glover is going to receive, receive excuse me, the Gene Herschelt Humanitarian Award. Nice. Yeah. Now, remember, these aren't televised. Right. Uh, these are going to be given at an award ceremony on January 15th, 2022. They used to have the Gene Herschelt be part of the Oscars. Mm-hmm. I miss having the Lifetime Achievement Same. Award. I, I kind of like that little break. two or three minute thing. And we see some somebody get up there in their whole career. And it's kind of a, I always thought it was a cool part of the show. Very much so. Yeah. So kind of sad that that's not a part of the Oscars anymore. But uh, I imagine that we'll be able to see some of this stuff online. Yeah. A couple of projects that are going to be coming to us soon. One. Lily Collins is going to be starring as toy character Polly Pocket Mm-mm. in Lena Dunham's live action version of the toy. Okay. I, <laughs> I don't know. know why we need this movie. I don't either. Is is Lily Collins going to be Polly Pocket or is Polly Pocket going to be the little pocket doll that's in her pocket? No, she's going to, I think she's just going to actually be playing Polly Pocket. Pocket. So if you don't know, Polly Pocket was big in the 90s and it was like this little case and you'd open up the case and inside the case, it looked like a makeup, like a makeup compact. And no, then in the Polly Pockets. Yeah. Oh, you They've did? been okay. around yes. for a long time. Well, that, Strawberry shortcake, yes. Polly Pockets. Yes. Yeah. So this is with Mattel Films and hate to say it but you know we're getting a lot of stuff like this Polly Pocket we've got the Barbie movie coming down yeah the pipe so but why Lena Dunham that's like I wonder if this is her original ideas well we got pops the pop tart movie from yes. Jerry, Jerry Seinfeld People now are, we got Polly Pocket that's true Lena maybe Dunham. these are stories that must be told <laughs> Yeah, we've been waiting way too long for them. Uh, Lena Dunham is writing and directing this, so okay. she maybe has some kind of feminist spin on Polly Pocket. All right. We shall see. And Scarlett Johansson has a project that she's producing. It's going to be a new movie based on the ride Tower of Terror at Disneyland. Mm. <laughs> 
This is what people have to work with in 2021 in Hollywood. Holly, I wish someone in Hollywood would listen to us. Yesterday, we gave them a great idea, the House of Grimaldi. Oh, yeah. Oh, but why isn't somebody doing why that? Why isn't no, someone so doing that there. story? A Netflix, a Ryan Murphy. I mean, they would have just a scandal-rich little story to tell. That sounds like perhaps somebody over in the House of Grimaldi has the inside, like, belt tight. I, that has to be something where Prince Albert's like, no, you will not. Because, you know, Princess Charlene has escaped. She has. To South Africa. She has been in South Africa since May. And that's Prince Albert's wife, right? Yes. And she has the twins. Yes. Did she take the kids, too? No, the twins are in Monaco with him. Oh Remember? She tried to leave on her wedding day. Oh, my goodness. Okay, well, where is the Netflix? I feel like perhaps there are some people who like to do business in Monaco who do not like to pay taxes and other things. And May- perhaps they want to keep that arrangement going. Oh. I'm just thinking about people who make decisions and sometimes those people have a lot of money and perhaps they're doing favors. But you guys are absolutely right, because instead of getting the Tower of Terror ride, Scarlett Johansson could be doing something about the House of Grimaldi. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because this was a made for TV movie back in the day in the 90s with Steve Gutenberg and Kirsten Dunst. So it's already been done. We've already done this. Yeah, I don't even remember that. Well, thank you, Lori. Of course you're not going to remember that. Another reboot that's happening that you might be excited about is the Gossip Girl reboot over on HBO Max. Now, the CW said that it will premiere it at 7 p.m. Friday, July 9th, one day after it debuts on HBO Max. So don't worry. If you're not on the streaming service, you're going to be able to watch it. On the CW. On the All CW. Right. Yeah. All right, good. Did, did you guys watch the original Gossip oh, Girl? Yes, yes, yes. yes yeah. That's loved. when we fell in love with the CW. Loved. And are you going to be watching this reboot? Yes. Well, fabulous. Yeah, I am. Yeah, I probably will. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Julia's like, no, I don't know. I don't know. That's okay. I understand. But I think that this one actually seems really interesting because things have moved on. Since the original Gossip Girl Yeah, I think if we were to watch Gossip Girl again now, I mean, Kristen Bell is narrating it and stuff, but I mean, some of the storylines in that, if we look back through the lens of right now, we'd go, whoa, why were we thinking that was okay? Right. Well, I think that we're kind of having a lot of those conversations. I saw, Lori, that you tweeted out somebody's tweet of a bunch of Us Weekly covers (sighs) from the Mm mid-2000s concerning Britney Spears and the way that we were reporting on what was happening Mm -hmm. in her life at the time. Yeah, you know, it's really shocking the salacious language, the framing of how Britney Spears was presented to the public when she was kind of going through it, right? I mean, could you believe Justin spoke out yesterday on Twitter yesterday? Yeah. And then took a slam at her while he was doing it? Yeah, you know, Justin Timberlake's statement on that, the, the slam, I don't have it right in front of me so i'm going to paraphrase what justin timberlake had to say was like no matter what we've done in the past good or bad good or bad it's fine it's like oh honey, you you guys i got cheated on i mean he yeah Yeah. i don't know what made his people think that that was a good idea for him to insert himself in there he's the last one we want to hear from nobody wants to hear from justin timberlake concerning britney spears you Mm -hmm. tried honey hey winston marshall from mumford and son has announced that he's quit the band i saw that he says so he can speak freely on politics without negatively affecting his bandmates so the story was is that uh winston marshall retreated or retweeted a story that was kind of controversial he got flack for it he took it down and now he quit the band 
hand. Did the did Marshall Mumford make him leave or whatever? Or did the two are there two brothers and hand? I don't know what the band makeup is. Well, he said that the ba- his bandmates were supportive after oh, okay. the, the whole Twitter controversy. But he's like, you know what? I'm going to step away. If I want to be able to say what I want to say, I want to do it without getting in your guys' business. So there he goes. Probably made it easy to break up the band because they haven't toured in two years. Yeah. So, yeah, exactly. All right. You're welcome. Time for some traffic with Grant. Now it's time for one of our favorite segments. She has a theory. It is. (laughs) It is. Bought, uh, bought maybe like too many of one thing. Was there something during this whole pandemic year that that you found you, that you were buying a lot of, or that I know at first we were all kind of like going Wine. crazy buying <laughs> groceries, <laughs> buying Food. like right. Dayquil, and remember we were stocking up on all Tylenol. Tylenol. I never did any of that, but I, yeah. I, I, I stocked I my freezer so full of. Stuff. Me too. Yeah, you guys I was did. scared. I was so scared. What I was watching on TV, and I, yep. you know, I mean, it did. It, you know, I was so scared. I was wiping down everything before I brought my house. Yeah. I went. And I, I bought- mean, we. I'd look for hand sanitizer every yeah. place. Yeah, I everybody. Right. Was. That's your truth. common. Stuff. That was the truth. Okay, yeah. so apparently, over this last year, new research uh, finds that people spent more money than usual this year on kitchen and cooking utensils because yes, people were baking at home. or trying. Yep. Julie and I didn't do any of this stuff. We, we did not bake anything. We did not. We weren't at home. And okay. I might have spent more money on puzzles. Puzzles. I did puzzles too. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Board games. Um, Home decor. People spent. Yes. More money on home decor. They were refreshing things. And then people also spent more money on personal care things. Kind of just, you were at, this is an essential stop at Target or Walgreens. And maybe you spent a little bit more on, I'm going to give my masks or I'm doing my own nails and stuff like that. So, But they also, uh, people said that they bought exercise equipment. I did. Yep. How about uh, a treadmill? Uh, yeah, that that happened and that um, 63% of people have so much junk in their homes, they have a difficult time in finding where to store it. It's true. Mm-hmm. This is all ringing a bell for me. And the most commonly reorganized spaces in the last year, we organized, re- reorganized our bedroom. Then we moved on to the living yes, and family yes. room. Then we moved on to the bathroom and then got around to the kitchen. And then some people were really quite happy about their home office redecorating that they did. Like, they like it better than their office at work. Yeah, yeah. And wish they could stay oh. in it. Oh, I know, right? Yeah. So, anyway, that is, uh, that's a theory that I don't know what has to do with anything, but, um, okay. I don't either. Yeah, here's another theory. But that's interesting what, you know, I mean, it all makes sense yeah. what we spend our money on. Don, Donna was a listener who just called and she said she spent her money on accessorizing all of her masks to match all her different outfits. Oh, that's fun, cute. Like, not just having your, your typical mask, but to oh, make yeah. them no, fun. There and there were and, sequin right. ones. Yeah. I mean, there were really some fun. I, I look in my mask thing, you know, I saw one the other yeah. day and I was like, ugh. Yeah, I know. I it. never, ever, ever want to wear that again. 
We so you have to on a plane when you fly. But yeah, I, I like, think the airports are going to stick with that for a while. And I do too. And I will say that we all got a lot less colds. We did. The flu was di- gone. gone. I don't. Gone. I don't. I don't. I think on the plane, fine. But I don't want to wear them in the airport. No, but if you're sick, you should wear absolutely. a mask. Absolutely. No absolutely. Could be a thing. That could be the new. That thing. could be a new thing. Yeah. Nice thing to yeah. do for people. Okay. Now here's a theory: eating more potatoes. And baked French fries can help control blood pressure because the potassium potatoes are potatoes what? tend to be a dieting no no for people laying right. off starchy foods and carbohydrates in the same light. I mean, French fries always get called junk food, but a new study finds that this very popular vegetable, ye old potato, yes, may be getting a bum rap. Got it. Researchers. From Purdue University say eating more potatoes can actually help keep blood pressure under control better than taking certain supplements. And Love you are it. correct, Julia. The theory of potassium yes. is about Love it. yeah. Yes. Love that. Yeah. Increasing dietary potassium from foods like baked and boiled potatoes helps to reduce sodium retention. I could go for a baked potato oh. with salsa and some cheddar cheese. Uh-huh. Love it. That sounds Why are we buying bit. more baked I potatoes, I haven't had a baked guys. potato since I can't even think of when. Sour I cream, like chive. Yeah. Or the Ooh. old way, when remember when Oprah came out with her cookbook and taught us how to do the baked potato, a baked sweet potato in the oven? Well, yeah, I've done that. Yeah, I've, for years. Yeah. But I mean, I we kind of like she re-energized the, right, the sweet potato the conversation around yeah. making your own homemade Sounds fries. Good. Anyway, it's better than you get a eating more potatoes results in a greater drop in systolic blood pressure than taking potassium supplements. I'm all for this. I'm going to use it as would an it excuse. help with your cholesterol? I don't know about that. But <laughs> no follow up uh, questions. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And French fries are not bad for the heart. Uh, people, p- potatoes are a big part of the American diet, and uh, they would like more potatoes to be studied because the potassium is delicious and I good love for that. you. Oh, I love potatoes. So potatoes make up twenty percent of America's vegetable intake. Nice. It's our primary vegetable. Little baby reds, dice them up, bake mm-hmm. them. Mm-mm. Just one medium-sized potato gives you ten percent of your daily potassium. That's unbelievable. Yeah. So anyway, I wonder how I'm getting my potassium. How well I yeah bananas. Yeah, you yeah, always eat those. I don't eat those. I don't eat those either, Julia. That's yeah. why I'm going to start going more on the potato route. I think. Oh, yeah, and don't forget. I mean, I like a banana. I just haven't done it. Don't forget your good old yam. I did. I thought I bought a sweet potato and it was a yam. I do not like. There is a different, definite different taste. Yes. I did, I did not like the yam. The, the sweet potato. I did. Okay, I don't like fine. a yam. Okay, here's another theory it for very you. Yummy. Um, and I yeah. very it's too yummy tasting. Um, have you ever heard the theory fat but fit? Yes, I feel it's me. <laughs> <laughs> well said. I, I feel like I'm a living example of it. Yeah, most active person I know. Yeah, I'm fi- not really. You are one of the most act. You are constant. We don't need to go. You yeah. know, you are constantly, constantly doing stuff, doing stuff more than you probably do twice of what Lori and I do in a week. In Lori a couple goes days. to exercise class. Okay, yeah, I, I yeah, just I hate go to, going to classes, yeah. so I try to find games to play. Yeah. Okay. 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 So the idea that people can be fat but fit is one that's been long debated among is health experts. According to a new study. The ability to be in good shape and obese is really oh, I, just yeah, and I, wishful thinking. You know, thinking. I'm just kidding that I don't think. Yeah. I'm right. Okay. 
that it's wishful thinking and the doctors say that this term is misleading and should be avoided. Okay. Um, so anyway, uh, because people, if you are considered obese, then there are potential, you know, health problems and they don't like that word. Um, fit, fat, but fit. All right. I don't know what they want us to use. I don't know. I, I don't either. Yeah. So um, I don't either. It's uh, metabolically healthy obesity. Uh, is it how we're supposed to say things? I don't know. I'm I metabolically... don't know if we're supposed to say that either. Right. I'm going to move on. Have some more Thank potatoes. You. Don't Thanks, forget Lori. about your potassium. How about this? Zodiac babies. One out of five parents want their child to be born under a certain astrological sign. Serious? I never even thought of that. One in five Americans would consider planning a pregnancy around the astrological sign they'd like their baby to be. Okay, here's what I Millennials say. are particularly well, picky about I their baby that. star sign. I know that I believe that. 31% want it. absolutely ridiculous. And Gen Zs are a close second. It's so ridiculous. Here's baby when, boomers and Gen Jonesers so are the ridiculous. least likely. Only 5% of baby boomers or Gen Jonesers wanted or cared about the astrological sign. Here's what I care about. I mm-hmm. cared about what time of the year the baby was born because I thought it would be nice. But I had such a hard time getting pregnant yeah, that it I just mean, took them when I wanted. Really... But I thought it would be fun to have your baby in June so you'd have the summer off. Oh, got it. I mean, that would be the only thing I cared about. I mean, when that was an option and then that just wasn't even an option. So it's like if you can get pregnant. Yay. Just, yay. Yeah. I'll yeah, have it on num- Christmas. The yeah. number one astrological sign that uh it's libra isn't it no taurus people born under taurus are the people who are the most likely to want to also have more tauruses the stubborn folks they they want they want stubborn people want more stubborn babies born under them well they don't need to necessarily be born a taurus but they just said uh tauruses trust the power of the stars and are the most likely to admit that yes they if they could pick a, a astrological sign they would. All right, there you, you go. Know. So, alrighty. Even the uh, the average American checks their horoscope two times a week. I do. I read it every day. I read it at least at least every day. I'm bored. I wish the Star Tribune because that's where I usually read yeah. it. Get someone new. I'm sick of that one. Yeah, Grant, do you read your horoscope? What is your sign, by the way? I'm October 16th. Is that a Libra? Libra? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're a Libra, aren't you, darling? Every yeah, time you're I Libra. Yeah, yeah. All right. Weigh in the scales. That's yep. my mama's. But do you read your... I, I do, not every day like you guys. Yeah. I wasn't really into it my whole life until I worked with another producer at another radio station, and she got me into it. And, yeah. And every time she would explain it, we would go over it. I was just... You yeah. Know, it's crazy how that stuff is... Well, if you ever need any advice on love life, I've got the best book, The Astrological Guide to Love, Lust, and Intimate Relationships. It tells... You and Lily can read all over it. It gives you deduction things. It gives you how to break up with certain signs. I have brought that book on girls' weekends for years because I either women are like wanting to talk about they would need to dump somebody and how to do it, and I whip out the book, or how to seduce somebody. I'm like, what's their birthday? And then we do it by the sign. This book is great. Oh, I'm going to check that out for sure. I don't even know if it's in print anymore. I know, Lori. You're so silly. It's it's so silly, but it (laughs) is been... I have had friends who have swore by this, and we have looked at this book for you, Missy. 
I know we have. Of yeah. course we have. I mean, you know, it's just a little in guidance. But we haven't done it in years. Astrological guidance. Yeah. 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 All right. Listen, we'll be right back with um, the rest know. of the headlines. There you go. Thursday, tomorrow is Friday. We're very Woo-hoo. happy about that. Yes, we if are. anyone watched James Corden the other night, Elizabeth Olsen was on. Yes. She, uh, it was her first in-studio appearance since quarantine. Yes. And she was so cute. And uh, they were talking, and he asked her about um, WandaVision and then showed her as an example the WandaVision drag brunch that happened at Crave. Yeah. Oh, Whenever funny. that happened and had pictures That's of cool. it. Yeah, it was kind of cool. So the flip phone people yeah. let us know oh, that that happened. Because I know we don't always yeah, yeah. watch James Corden every night. So anyway, did you watch WandaVision? Oh, I loved it. Oh, you did? did you? It was fantastic. It was so well done. Such a unique approach on a TV show. And the way they spun it, like the uniqueness of every episode, it started out with an I Love Lucy type episode, then a Dick Van Dyke type episode, then a Brady Bunch episode. And every episode progressed as sitcoms went on. And the way they tied that aspect, because I don't want to ruin it, even though it's been long enough, the way they tied that into how the whole thing worked out was one of the greatest, uh, honest to God, productions of a TV show I've ever seen. And I'm not the biggest Marvel fan. Boy, you might like that. Oh, it was really yeah. good. We didn't, I, we didn't do it. I, I didn't watch it, and I feel like it's because I don't have Disney. Short well, I can Th- do that. That's right. Yeah. And I don't want to have Disney right now because I've got too much. We've, exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah. I haven't even watched Nancy Drew. I have six Nancy Drew oh, sitting on my DVR. You know what? I just deleted 11. I haven't watched I deleted cool summer 11. finale. I deleted oh. 11 of Zoe's playlist. 11 mm. episodes. It was just taking up too much space. Yeah. I didn't want. I loved that show last year. Yeah, no, and I, I just decided no. I know. No, I just say no. Yeah, sometimes we do DVR do or die. Just say no. I mean, you know, they're stacking up. Okay, and um, Perez Hilton uh, gave an interview to Sky News. Yes, he said because people were calling him out yesterday because he was all he over was the Britney news to Britney. Horrible, horrible. And like I said, in 2008, I think it was after Heath Ledger died, um, Prez, you know, how you'd scrawl across it. Yes. Why couldn't this have been Britney? Oh, just horrible. You know, but anyway, he said he regrets. He said, I absolutely apologize and I carry deep shame and regret. He takes full accountability. I can't say I was just young and dumb. I know I didn't express myself, I didn't lead. With empathy and compassion, I absolutely apologize and carry deep shame wow. and regret. That's a good apology. It is a it good is. apology. It didn't seem fake or anything. That was it a is. good apology. He also, three hours ago, tweeted, I accept everything that's come my way because people have called him out as yes, hard as they've yes. called out Justin Timberlake. Yes. He said, but where's this same energy with TMZ and Harvey Levin? I haven't yeah. seen it this week. All right. Which... He's got a point. He does have a point. TMZ was always right there oh, with everything. Yes. They had the photos of her in the ambulance yep. going to Cedar Sinai. So, yeah, there's a lot of media blame yep. to go around on that. Yeah. That's why when Britney gets out of this conservatorship, I really am going to 
look forward to her sitting down and having a heart to heart with Oprah. Oh, sorry, Christy Teigen. <laughs> that is going to happen. Also, you know, I didn't realize that Courtney Cox, Lisa Kudrow, and Jennifer Aniston, yeah. all three were on with Howard Stern. It's so interesting. I guess part of their contractual thing for getting paid $2.5 million for that reunion was doing some additional publicity because, of course, that lives on on HBO Max. Right, to keep and, it rolling. And the show, Friends, is on yes. HBO Max. Yes. Uh, so that's why they're still doing Got it. some press Got it. and stuff because they did get paid. But the, it was just um, the three women. But um, I, I guess I had forgotten about this. It's Howard Stern asked Courtney if she felt bad that she was the only one never nom- never nominated for an Emmy. I forget. Well, I totally I forgot. It's like, that. wow. And she said, yes. it always hurt my feelings when every single cast member was nominated, but oh. me, it definitely hurt my feelings. I was happy for everybody. And then when it was fine, like, Oh, I'm the only one that, that hurt. Yeah. Right. And her neurotic, right. like clean. Like she was she, so into that character. She, she was, was so good. She, she was, was so Monica. Good. I mean, that was. Yeah. That is. Wow. I, I And I'm a diehard Friends fan, and I've never really looked at award ceremonies yeah. for a lot of things. They I am, all got nominated. Wow. And but her. But her. And she was like the one, if you look back, I mean, yes, Phoebe stands out and Chandler's yeah. jokes and Joey's. But she's kind of the glue. It's that her apartment yes. and the whole thing wow. with her. Yeah. So. That's blow, mind blowing. Anyway. I'm glad that Howard, he's got good uh, people giving him good questions, doing the research, looking that up, and yeah. talking about the clothes, yes. and it was kind of an interesting... And she also said that he asked her about being on Ace Ventura, um, Pet Detective, <laughs> the very first one with yes. Jim Carrey, yeah. and she said, I kind of had a crush on him. Oh. He was so funny. She said it, it was... Let me find it. Um, wow. He just said he was absolutely... Hysterical. And who did he date? Renee Zellweger, Zellweger who doesn't have, have a type. type. <laughs> that was one of her Wait. full circle. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's interesting. And he was hot. There were a he lot of women so that were hot. After I him. thought he was so because he was so funny. Funny. Yeah. And that makes people hot. He, kind of. You think, oh, they're gonna give me an orgasm and make me laugh. Yeah. And I'm not I mean, gonna be bored. Ding 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 ding. Yeah. Yes. You know. I, f- I love how these interviews after the reunion, all these sit-downs and all these pieces they're doing are better than the actual reunion itself. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm sorry to say it. I like that. I, I like the reunion, but it. I fast-forwarded over a few things. I'm so not going to lie. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It was too much production. We've had this conversation. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But yeah, it yeah. was still worth watching. I know it I was. Yes, definitely right. worth watching. All right, everyone, have a great night. We'll be back tomorrow. Job done. Off you go.